people, 2024 is here and you need to make sure that you are going into the new year with some strong marketing material. If you're not, then you got a problem, don't you? This is Debbie Diaz reporting live on the DDRL featuring the Vaginas Daily Podcast. Slide into our DMs at Debbie Diaz reporting live at gmail.com and give us your contact information and name of your company. And we will shoot you over some fabulous ideas for the new year that you could take to your team and kill it this year with your sales. Welcome, welcome, welcome. DDDRL. Bottoms up, bottoms up. Welcome, welcome to the DDRL podcast. This is Debbie Diaz Spring Live in Apollo Beach, Florida. And welcome to the tundra. Like, seriously, I, I don't remember any of this. I don't remember any year in Florida that I lived down here. In the 20 years, it being this freaking freezing, Mr. Bigglesworth. It is literally, like, I don't know. I don't know where I was all these years to not remember how cold it is. But if you're coming to vacation down here in Florida, I would just wait a minute. I mean, unless you're from Antarctica or some shit where you just need to get away from the snow, then, yeah, come down here. But, I mean, maybe it's just because I'm used to the climate a little bit and my blood has not thinned. I know that. But it is ratchetly cold for us that live down here um, year-round. It is, I would say, let me see what the temperature is right now. It is, and I'm freezing at this. Actually, I'm borderline okay with a hoodie on. It is a whopping 52 degrees. And it says warmer tomorrow with a high of 75. So maybe we'll be able to keep the windows open. This is a no-window type of night in florida it is i mean well in the tampa bay area where i'm recording from and it is <laughs> it's where all the people that are always freezing they're freezing even worse and they're like wearing hoodies times four and i'm just comfortably in jeans and a hoodie i would say this is the time of year i look forward to but i don't remember it being this cold i mean it really is i almost turned my heat on twice now Usually that's the competition we all have is how long can we go without turning the heat on? And it is getting very close to that. But then once you turn your heat on, then it's it's heats your house up. And next thing you know, the sun's out. And um, it's like a, you know, then your house is reheated again. It's like an oxymoron thing. But, you know, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. But just for that, I just use a hairdryer. Like, you just take a hairdryer, and when I get out of the shower, because you're, like, super, super freezing, I just want to grab um, the hairdryer, and I stuff it, like, up my robe sleeve, and then it makes, it heats your body up so you're not ratchetly cold, and then you can prepare yourself for, you know, the outside world. So, let me put that. I feel like something's wrong with the mic here. As usual, nothing new with that. Okay, let me get in there. Oh, yeah. Just a little bit of a wire loose. But, you know, it wouldn't be a show if I didn't have some sort of technical difficulties with equipment. Right, right. 
So the weather here is, you know, it is good if you want to come down here. Actually, northern people will probably come down here and be in bikinis and shit and think this is warm. So, I mean, come on down. I mean, it's just, I don't know. If I go to a vacation area and I'm already living in a tropical area, I want to make sure that it's not colder than the current, you know, state of climate that I'm in now. But I don't know. That's just my opinion. You know, everybody else has got their own. So if this is the first time you're watching, or I'm sorry, listening to the show, welcome aboard to the DDRL podcast featuring the vaginas with a Z. And we do have some vaginas in the house, but they are un <laughs> they're unoccupied occupied right now. They they are in the vicinity, but they are not on the mic. You will get the luxury of hearing their wonderful opinions um, at a random show. But I wanted to talk about today's guest that I have coming up. And it's speaking of Florida and Tampa and our surrounding areas. Well, Apollo Beach is the area that I resided. And I have been a resident of Apollo Beach for about mm, 10 years, somewhere around there. So, you know, I know the, the village quite well. And I know the villagers quite well as well. But there is a particular villager that is kind of the, we, could, we call him the mayor of, of Apollo Beach. And he actually is a very, very smart IT person, information technology people. And he created the Apollo Beach closed group on Facebook. And so we're all, everybody that lives in Apollo Beach, we all join that. And we, you know, it's all about encouraging businesses. It's about talking about what's going on in the community, who's being a douchebag, you know, who's being a bitch, you know, all everything under the sun. And so I think he's been the admin of that group for a long time. And he has gone through some triumphs of attitudes, you know, fights, you know, a lot of positive things, like more positive, more so than the negative. But I mean, anytime anybody starts a group and you're an admin of it, you are signing yourself up for some drama. I mean, don't bitch about your role as an admin if you can't handle, you know, drama times 10 always blowing up and you got to be in the middle of it, even if you don't want to be in the middle of it, because you're the mediator of the situation and you got to decide, you know, what you're going to do with the with the quarrel. And I, you know, take my hat, tip my hat off to him for for doing that. But Teo is the um, mayor of Apollo Beach. And we also, you know, throw in he's a captain as well. So Captain Teo Mayor, Mayor, <laughs> Captain Teo Leonard will be um, today's guest. And he has a great charity donation software that he does. And I was very infatuated to hear about it because there is an opportunity that I learned when when I had my interview interview meeting with him for the podcast and he explained to me, you know, the whole, you know, what his software does and how it functions and, and what they do for charities and how they help out with the donations. And I had a light bulb effect go on. And a lot of these charities and donations, you know, that they set up for this um, online raffle that they do, you can win a freaking car. You can win a truck, you can win a sedan, you can win a Jeep, and it's all in different states, and you don't have to be present to win, obviously, and you don't have to be a resident of that state either. So I'm looking at this from a gambler's perspective. I would say recovering gambler. <laughs> that sneaks out of the closet once in a while. But the um, the odds of a lottery scratch-off versus, you know, the odds of winning one of these, you know, charity raffles is pretty much, you know, 
in existence. I mean, the raffle is, I was doing the ratio. I'm like, oh my gosh, if I just invest my money instead of into a stupid scratcher, you know, that gives me the odds of nothing to win, uh, maybe two bucks versus trying to put in, you know, for these raffles. And you're also donating to a good cause and you're helping out, you know, this foundation and this charity, you know, reach some higher numbers for their goals. But you have a chance of winning a vehicle at a, at a better ratio. I mean, I'm not trying to like, ruin my numbers by telling everybody you know this little secret but there's some awesome deals i mean a lot of these you know his software you know basically helps promote a lot of charities that do the car donation i mean i just i'm gonna try it out i'm gonna try it out and i'm gonna have him on the show here in a minute and he's gonna talk to us about you know the the whole legits ins and outs of what he does and it's very it's a world i didn't really I knew about it, but I didn't really know the extensive, you know, behind the scenes. And that's what Teo is going to explain to us what he does with that software and how we can all help too as a community and as, you know, a whole, you know, world, you know, one, one little hand that helps out another hand is, you know, better than no hands helping at all. Right. Right. But I wanted to say in Apollo Beach, though, don't get fooled by the name. Okay, Apollo Beach. It is the outskirts of Tampa Bay. If you're not familiar where it is, we are on the water. We are in the, the peninsula area of the, the Tampa Bay itself. And we are legendary history says, urban history says that this area doesn't get hit by hurricanes because we are on Indian soil and the soil like repels the hurricane winds from coming to us if you notice on all the spaghetti charts during hurricane season everything is always right towards tampa 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 you know that we're always the first hit i mean we've had some close calls we've had you know some shit hit here but not as bad as they originally say we're going to get hit so i mean i believe in that legend that's one of the first things i heard about when i moved to florida i was like oh my gosh like why are we always like the first one to get warned about these you know hurt these cat fives coming and then all of a sudden you know we're not anywhere near um you know the spaghetti noodles as they come up so it's quite let me see right here there is an odds on here for the Apollo Beach on air. I think I okay. There it is. It's a lot of people always ask about the swimming and the Apollo Beach. Okay, let's let's clarify this. Why is there no swimming at Apollo Beach? Okay. Hillsborough County, Florida, which is a part of Apollo Beach. You know, it's Tampa Bay, is we're all Hillsborough County. Next time you head to Apollo Beach Nature Preserve, you will see more signs of more more warning signs of people to not swim after three people drowned last week. It's an effort that Hillsborough County officials hope will save the lives. Oh, that that's not the answer I was expecting. <laughs> I was like, where did they drown? There's not even a beach here. I mean, the average size in here. Wait, the average household income in Apollo Beach is one hundred thirty thousand seven hundred forty four dollars. With a poverty rate of 3.86%. That seems pretty low of a poverty rate. Is it is Apollo Beach a good area to live in? Apollo Beach is an excellent place to live. With many gated communities offering security and privacy. Overall, scoring reveals the area is 59% safer than other cities nationwide. Compared to Florida's 45 crimes per square mile. The number of crimes per square mile totals an average of 9 here. So that's pretty low, I would say. Um, it's Ruskin that causes all the trouble. <laughs> oh, 
Gibson. <laughs> so 97% of the residents in Apollo Beach, Florida are U.S. citizens. In 2021, the median property value in Apollo Beach was 311000 It's definitely gone up since then. And the homeownership rate is 84%. So most people in Apollo Beach drove alone to work and the average commute time is 36.1 minutes. I don't know what where statistically that came from. That's a bunch of bullshit because there's like no way to drive anywhere fast in Apollo Beach because there's so much shit being built left and right here. I mean, I don't even know where they're going to where we're going to drive cars. We might as well just get golf carts like Sun City Center and just call it a day because shit ain't moving if you're trying to get somewhere fast here. It is you have to drive in the middle of the night at like three AM, you know, when, when the roads are kind of barely, you know, empty. And even if they are, they got construction trucks on the freaking roads. You know, it's like non stop construction. I don't know what zoning these type of construction people or what they get from the builders because they're building shit on in lands that, you know, you would think um, I don't know, maybe preserve it for a, a cow or, you know, maybe um, a wild boar <laughs> or some sort of mother nature animal so it can still have a place to live and shit and sleep. But no, there's not going to be any of that here. There used to be trees and all that stuff here. There's ain't shit happening. I mean, there literally is just, it's just uh, communities. It's not even communities. They're building huge, gigantic apartment, you know, it's like villages. Apollo Beach is turning into different little villages and you have to like stay within your community because they give you a plaza with a Publix in it, it with a haircut place, with a phone place, Chinese restaurant, you know, they give you like all the necessities you need in that little plaza to stay within your little village. And then so driving out of there, good luck, Chuck. I mean, if you get road rage, don't come here. You know, so it's just a matter of just have patience and leave plenty of time ahead of you before you try to get somewhere because your shit's going to be late. So, I mean, I'm not trying to, there's, that's just like the negativities of <laughs> the area is the traffic. I mean, all of Florida is a clusterfuck and this, especially the big cities, you know, there's just nowhere to go fast unless you have a freaking flying drone, you know, that we can go in, which they just started having. I saw in the news that they have a uber drone that can drive or fly <laughs> fly you places it's not expensive either i got i forgot to look that up so yeah i am a resident of Palo Beach, and i do like it out here there is a there's not really much to do out here but we do have the waters the boating the fishing and you know the water life you know the salt water, salt life down here so it is very touristy as well things are a little bit more expensive i would say because of that and of course you know we have the most beautiful sunsets and sunrises you can totally imagine a ton of freaking fucking mosquitoes and no cms you will get bit the fuck up here <laughs> as soon as dusk starts hitting not even dusk those damn bitches are out 24 7 you go outside in your driveway to just like stand there and just stare at the sun for a minute your ass is going to get bit by no cms and no CMs are basically just invisible mosquitoes. <laughs> it was like, I know, it's crazy, it's crazy. So, and, you know, besides all the other bugs that lurk, you know, in the wee hours, we don't, I don't even want to go down that road because I don't like to talk about bugs, but I am going to just leave it on that note. <laughs> Deet doesn't even cover these damn mosquitoes. They have, like, they have needles, like, it's like through your skin, through all the bug repellent. I mean, you can get army level infested spray and they will still go through your skin and bite you. It's just ridiculous. So a lot of ankle biters out there. 
So without further ado, I'm going to hand over the show to Captain Teo, the mayor of Apollo Beach, Florida. Why is it so cold? If you're like me at this time of year, your hands are freezing. But thank you to Oriental NY over at the TikTok shop. They provide you with the portable hand warmer. It is the perfect gift for the winter. This multifunctional hand warmer has temperatures that are adjustable from 40 to 60 degrees Celsius and 104 to 140 Fahrenheit. It warms up super fast. It has beautiful LED decorative light on it. And you can use the pink sunset light, which is lovely. The sunset light is great for emergency light or you can use it as a prop for some of your photo shoots also don't forget it has a power bank on it but it's only for emergency subfunction and it's perfect for rechargeable purposes as well head on over to tiktok shop for the oriental ny shop and you will love this gift for the winner this is debbie diaz reporting live This is Debbie Diaz reporting live on the DDRL podcast. How are you doing today? I'm over here in the most beautiful state there is on the planet. Yes, I'm talking about Florida. Don't worry, according to NASA, we will be under the sea and sunk into the ocean in approximately 50,000 years. So (laughs) enjoy it while you can. And as always, I hope we were all enjoying the goodbye of 2023 and you have your clean slate and your clean closet because we are busting in the doors for 2024. Hey, that kind of rhymed. Yeah. You know, my freestyle is good. I have a wonderful guest with me today. He is a local as well in the Apollo Beach area and often known as the mayor. I was yeah. say Captain Mayor. Captain Teo is in the house. How you doing, Captain Teo? I'm doing great. Thank you pleasure to be online i know right you have the perfect voice for like radio and podcasts and why haven't you ever been on the radio um actually i've been on the radio a bunch of times uh i actually hosted a couple different shows um over the years but you have a charming personality and it's so enticing and, and it's like gravitating to like to hear so i you you don't like to talk on the phone often, or no? I I, I tend to be the behind the scenes guy. It's kind of like with my software company. I let my employees uh, run everything and be the voice of it. So so, what kind of software are you talking about? Um, lately, it's been my fundraising software uh, that we created at Chance to Win dot org, and we power charity nonprofit raffles for fundraising. So we can help uh, organizations like Ronald McDonald House or United Way. Uh, Habitat for Humanity, Rotary Clubs, lots so wait, of schools. You, uh, wait, you, so you have software that you offer to, what, what is it, nonprofits? Nonprofits. Yeah, nonprofits. actually, yeah, there's two different aspects. There's one, we have software that we originally developed that we sell to web developers and webmasters who implement it on charity uh, websites. And that powers about, uh, I'd say, 60, 70% of charity raffles worldwide. Um, as... As it morphed into the full service arena, we would have customers of ours. We've been doing web development for uh, a little over 30 years. Uh, Yeah, 30 plus years. Um, And so 
we would have different organizations that were customers of ours that were like they were on the board of the rotary or they were doing this and they're like hey didn't you guys do some raffle software uh can you hook us up with a site so we created a product called chance to win.org and we do a hosted fundraising raffle and so like one of the things we're doing right now is we're doing a choice of up to six cars that sponsored uh by um six cars yeah there's six cars and it's at the united way of central georgia wow united uh, way that's a big name yeah so it's youwinacar.com so you can enter that ends up this week they'll do they'll do several hundred thousand dollars they'll raise for charity Do you have to be in the state to win or do you can you be in florida and, and try yeah you can be anywhere Anywhere. Uh, anywhere except Washington. Uh, you can't enter from the state of Washington. So you're telling us, what's your website again? Um, mine is chance2win.org, the chance, number two. Chance2win, the number two.org. And then this particular raffle that we were looking at just a minute ago is youwinacar.com, which is you, uh, not spelled out, just the letter U, win, W-I-N-A-C-A-R.com. So basically we could go on your, your software site and check out your charities that have sponsorships and try to win a car like from florida right if it's in a different state yeah um and yeah there's also the gym short hey hey that's what i'm saying ten dollar make you holla there's another (laughs) one for um the uh, american heart association uh that's in georgia the gym short key auto raffle um we should do a list of I know of I'm thinking like raffles this... on our site. We originally when I created this, that was part of the plan, and then um, I didn't do it for whatever reason. Uh, but I think I'll I'll look at setting that up. I mean, the odds of uh, me winning, you know, a car on your, you know, this application seem a lot better than me getting approved with my credit. <laughs> I mean, well, and, and I'm cool with those because we have no part of the winner selection, so. Um, a lot of raffles where my company does the random software to select a winner, I don't want any of my friends or acquaintances to uh, to enter simply because I don't want any right. chance that, oh, they won, and then it's some All that drama. Thing. And we get yeah. audited on a regular basis, and they come in and, and pull all the data. Um, but I always like the fact that there's no chance at all there's any any there's there's some there's some bitches be getting snitches out there i'm telling you Uh, they like backstab it and they'll they'll turn on you in a second over the years (laughs) this market's quite interesting and over the years we've seen a lot of people uh oh we don't want the winner to have only bought one ticket what are you talking about it's a random choice or we want um so many organizations over the years uh and and Keep in mind, we've done tens of thousands of uh, legit charity raffles. And so when I say so a, a, a bunch, we're talking minuscule, you know, uh, maybe five or six out of, you know, 20, 30,000. Um, how are they drawn, though? I mean, how well, is it? it? So it, it all depends on the organization. In certain states, it actually has to be a, a paper ticket that gets printed and certified by a state organization, um, and then it gets pulled into a barrel and they spin around and they randomly have a, a winner selected. Uh, the one in the, the, you win a car for United Way, that is, um, will be done live at the dealership on Friday night during a telethon. They'll do a telethon during the evening news on uh, Friday, on Thursday and Friday. 
for the United Way in central Georgia, out of Macon, Georgia. Wow. And they, um, so the news will be broadcast live from the dealership, and they'll have a lot of business people there to, to man the phones and take orders. And then... Um, so the, the charities have to contact you to get a list of all the, the people that put in for the raffle? Well, they, they log into their, their dashboard. When they set it up on the site, they, they log in and they can download it. And something we actually did for United Way several years ago was um, we split it up so that we can print the tickets by a specific time frame because, like, they'll print tickets now for the first several thousand entries like really print tickets, like old school style. Yeah, like the okay. old school. So it's paper tickets. So they'll they'll print several thousand tickets um, today or tomorrow, and then tomorrow at like five o'clock they'll print tickets that were from today's printing until five o'clock tomorrow night, and then on Thursday they'll sell they'll they'll do about eighty percent of the raffle ticket sales on Thursday and Friday. Um, so on Thursday, they'll be breaking it into ticket sales for a half hour, an hour. I mean, we might see a thousand people on the website at one time. On so Thursday. do you notice a difference between the, like you said, the printed tickets versus a pool for electronically? Like, for example, at the casino, is there a difference between pulling the lever, you know, on a slot machine versus the, you know, automated system in the, in the, in a slot machine? Like your odds of winning? Um, no, uh, it, it's exactly the same. Uh, we run on our winner selection. I have some stats on the website about the, the breakdown, but it's pretty, it, it's pretty random. We, we randomize all the tickets and then we shuffle them, uh, for a random period of time. And then at the end of the shuffle, uh, there's a random part of, let's say we're going to end in 10 seconds. Then at 10 seconds and we random another spin and then the winner is selected. Is that software like writing or is that like universal like coding that is like, well, it, it's, it's the way there, there's a function that is random generated that we call. And then we random that and random that <laughs> multiple times. Just right. there is no, there's no technically true random electronic format. Um, it gets pretty close, um, but it's you. It's not AI isn't perfect, you know. I guess, and, and if you think of it in the AI terms, so for us, we we random it multiple times to to do that, and then we we did hundreds and hundreds of drawings and. Um, showed the breakdown of, of the tickets that won. And it's a pretty random selection. So after there's a winner, after the raffle's done for the um, charity or whatever organization, do you also announce it on their site or is that kept private? It all depends on the organization. A lot of them will post a link to their Facebook live feed if they do the drawing via Facebook. Um, if they want us to do the, the winner selection and we can add it to their site, um, wow. So it kind of depends. Sometimes we'll post it to their Instagram or their YouTube. Um, uh, the United Way, they'll draw it live on Facebook and it'll be live on TV. Uh, Do you get a lot of going. issues as far as like customer service or care or that from your, your organizations or is there a lot of problems or any glitches that you, you come across? 
Uh, it's pretty rare. Uh, the only issues we have are um, where people will place an order twice. You know, they didn't they didn't twice. pay attention. Yeah, so they'll, they'll, we'll see where somebody buys a, a ticket. And what do you mean by buy a ticket? Buy an actual like the, the auction buy, ticket? Yeah, they'll okay. buy a raffle ticket, and um, and then they will get a confirmation screen, and it will show their ticket number, and then they get an email. Well, the email could hit their spam depending on what they have set up. Um, the spam can or, be bad. Or or uh, they type their email address in wrong. Um, and we see that from time to time. Well, I ordered, I put the email address in wrong, I didn't get a ticket. Well, duh. Um, so then they'll place another order with the right email. So you're like Walmart, you got to do a refund. And so, yeah, <laughs> we have to do a refund. Um, and that, that's probably, um, it's really... That's like, uh, you're doing a refund on a, on a donation. <laughs> for, for those for those people that know me, they'll be like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I got to do a thousand test orders. And it's a nightmare because we test this stuff so hard that we just will spend hours and hours and hours doing test orders. You look frustrated sometimes. I mean, you know, on social media that, you know, some of your, some of your posts are, you could sense, you could smell your frustration sometimes. Well, yeah, you know? I'm kind of a workaholic. So I get up typically between two and three and start working. And get up. The, what time yeah, are you going to bed? Uh, 10 to 11. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The smartest people sleep the less. That's yeah. what they say. Yeah. I don't sleep very often, but we do quite a bit of, uh, I'll do a, a lot of work early in the morning and then I'll go out on the boat or the kayak and then come back in and hit it hard. But it, it's been hard to find quality help uh, that wants to come in on time or my schedule. We, we get people that go, oh, I want to work. And I'm like, great. I have work for you on Thursday. Well, I can't do Thursday, but I can do, you know, I want to I want to go have lunch with friends or I want to do this. I feel like this is like a subliminal message to to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you're, I think COVID is the reason why a lot of people are like that nowadays. And like we were all soldiers before, but I think COVID kind of put this like this thing in us, you know, society like, hey, um, we're on a different track now because of COVID. I mean, I just feel like a lot of people look at, you know, being on time and being punctual and everything a little bit like, hey, go fuck yourself because I can go do this. And I don't need your shit. You know, it's kind of like the. It's really, it's really changed. And it's made, uh, you know, with, with letting people work from home, uh, they're able to make their schedule and they are on their terms. Um, unfortunately, as a business owner, um, I, I don't have that luxury. If I have to do a software release, I have to have all that stuff ordered and tested and put in. Um, it's like you prior. have to have a backup to a backup, you know, for your staff. If and, you're like, yeah, so I just do it myself, unfortunately. Um, I know. And then the penalty is like last week, you know, I am, get sick and, you know, from burning the candle at both ends because um, people chose not to show up. And well, I mean, do you ball them. bust? You got to maybe like, maybe you got to be scarier or you'd be like, you know, like growl at them yeah. <laughs> on, on this kind of stuff. A lot of it's part-time work. So it's, it's, I don't have a, uh, a full-time job of just that we're, we're, we're busy and we're, everything is going well, but I don't have a full-time role where I can say, okay, you have to be here on these days. It's more of a, as needed and the challenge is is 
people aren't motivated to work. Well, I mean, maybe they're like motivated, but are you requiring in, in your like office, like on site or is this a mobile? Yeah. For this stuff, it needs to be on site, needs to be here in the office so that we can. I do know a lot it. of people psychologically too, if they know a job is, you know, capable of like handling from their home, the, the lazy bug kicks in them as well. I mean, I know a lot of them that do that. You know, they're like, well, if I can't work from home, I hear that phrase all the time. If I can't work from home, and this is a work from home job. I mean, I it's like hearing the word the. It's just like people's mindset is just totally different. It, it is. It I is. Mean, and it's it's funny because it's it's stuff that could be done down the road from home. However, at the initial stand at the initial stance or the initial place, it has to be done here so that we can monitor and oversee exactly what's going on. It's a lot easier for me to explain it. It's true. Where I can turn around and I can see the screen. Um, My productivity is usually better when I am on the road or somewhere else. I mean, besides like the podcast or something. But prior, like years before, I used to always be non-motivated at home. I mean, I would get distracted by something, squirrel, you know. And then I would like not be, like if I was in an office, boom, 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 boom. Yep. Or if I was on the road, you know, boom, 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 boom. But I think it was an environment change. It, it was it was interesting before COVID. Uh, we used to actually have a, an office in Riverview, and uh, we ended up selling that uh, after COVID. Um, Didn't you have one in Apollo Beach, too? We did a long time ago. We got rid of that when we bought the buildings in, in It was right Riverview. on the boulevard, right? right? It was okay. right on the yeah. boulevard. Yeah. Uh, across from Beef O'Brady's. If you are not from or familiar with the Apollo Beach, where we have the best beaches here... <laughs> being facetious um the boulevard is referenced as the local you know it's, it's like our main strip they you know that we all reference as the boulevard it's called apollo beach boulevard so it's just a short-term reference for it but everything is like kind of centered around that street it goes all the way down to the water and so it's you know the boulevard <laughs> yeah. well so, that, that one's not the boulevard anymore on the other side though it's ponce, ponce yeah, de Alon. paseo paseo el mar paseo del that's mar. how you say it yeah, it's paseo it's road to the sea which is kind of funny because that goes to Apollo Beach Boulevard, which is actually the road to the sea. It is. Um, Paseo Almar is really the road to the farm. That's not uh, how it's... It's like the way it's <laughs> spelled does not sound like you would sound it out like yeah. that. Like, I thought it was Ponce de Lone. <laughs> yeah, no, Paseo Almar. Oh, my uh, gosh. Um, it sounds French, say. Yeah, it just it goes to the... <laughs> Farms in Waimama. That's so awesome. But, I mean, this is awesome what you do with your charities. And, I mean, it's a very cool gig. I mean, it seems like I never even thought of something like this. I didn't even know that it existed until you started telling me about it. But now that, you know, I'm a little bit more educated on the process, I think it's a fantastic way to help, you know, raise money and then also give off great auction items like cars and trucks. I mean, I think I want to enter. When's that auction end? <laughs> Uh, the, the car thing uh, ends Friday, I think at six. Is it too late to get in already? No, no, no. Like you for ten bucks in. and a chance to that, and the odds are probably a lot yeah, higher 40, too. Forty-five bucks. Uh, for how a many? The, how many people are in there? Like, um, does it? I, I mean, can't. I can't disclose that. Okay. But there's there's several thousand. I would tickets. say the odds would be way better at you know winning at this than it would be at the Hard Rock trying to win their Lexuses. They do. You you your odds are better for sure. In I this mean, scenario, yeah. I'm not a huge gambling chick. I yeah. mean, I'm a recovering one, you know. So, <laughs> but I would gamble on this one. Like, yeah, I can tell. I can tell you for that for that arena, um, the odds are pretty good. The uh, definitely better than if you're 
you know, competing with other people at the Hard Rock yeah. for one of those cars. The um, I can't even the win same a soda. Thing goes with the, <laughs> the NC Color Drop, uh, which is a helicopter golf ball drop in um, a what? Uh, it's a, a helicopter golf ball drop. So they have two thousand golf balls that are numbered one to two thousand, and um, they'll put take them up in a helicopter, and uh, it's a hundred dollars per golf ball. And uh, it benefits the New Cannon High School Scholarship Fund. So, where do they drop to? Where do they have their land in like a beer, like beer pong thing? No, they have a. They have. You, they drop them on a, a. They hover the helicopter above a golf course green, and if one happens to go into the hole uh, with the flag stick, um, that is the winner. Um, Wait, an actual hole like from the helicopter? Yeah. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah. And and it's pretty cool to watch because they they explode apart, you know, because they're they're being dumped out of a big bin. Oh, so they're just randomly. It's not like a golf pros up there, like no, 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 no. They just get dumped out like trash bins uh, of golf balls, and so when they come, they just scatter. I mean, they 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 bounce and everything else. That's, that's a way to and randomly get it, chosen. It's pretty rare that one actually will go in the hole. Most of the time, they'll be you know they have to measure um, because they. They just explode when they when they get dropped down because you're dropping two thousand golf. Sucks when it time. doesn't go in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not touching that. I'm not touching that. But, Sorry. Um, but anyway, so that and and that's pretty cool. So that's that's another raffle that's that going is very on. cool. And that's I gonna mean, be uh, that's like an eighty thousand dollar Chevy pickup truck. Is that a nationwide thing as well? Or is yeah, it... again, anybody except in the state of Washington. Can enter. Why? What are yeah. they doing over there? <laughs> well, Washington's got unique laws in that uh, they, they don't allow charity uh, fundraising raffles. Is this the Washington above California? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Yeah, it's that type of thing. Um, and so you cannot. And they also don't allow their residents to enter. Um, Writing note to self: Don't gaming. move to Wyoming. Oh wait, Washington, yeah, <laughs> Seattle. Forget Seattle. It oh my god. Anyway. It's all dreary and blah. I didn't know that the capital was on our side of the states until like nine eleven. Oh. I'm not even gonna go out I'll throw myself under the bus on that. So the map kind of confuses me in life. Yep. I know. But that's um very cool. So if somebody wants to donate or if they want to be a part of um any sort of, you know, charity donations, raffles, what do they do? Like how do they find you? Just chance to win dot org. Chance the number two W I N dot org. And, you don't want uh, to give out your personal cell phone number? You don't want them to call you? No. no. <laughs> or you can call you can call the office 813-699-9325 and one of our happy smiling customer service people will take good care of you. We have a we, we I do have the best employees. We we have the best team around and uh I'm really proud of my employees and all the work that they've accomplished. Z. So if you were walking the streets of the boulevard just like this afternoon and you ran into some some locals that you know what would be three adjectives that they would describe you as? Oh man! Not, I didn't it, say nouns. I said adjectives. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it kind of depends on on if they think they know me or if they know me. Well, you're kind of um, you're kind of local famous here. You know, you're pretty. You're a household name. Yeah. I mean, so, Captain Teo. We all call you the mayor of Apollo Beach. You know, it's a pretty household name. I'm. I'm. I'd like to think that they would classify me as helpful um, and caring and uh, irresponsible or funny. <laughs> um, and, and it, it has to do with it, it, the, the irresponsible thing is we do with the weather boys. There, there's a group of us that do uh, uh, 
weather predictions in a fun way when there's hurricanes and stuff like that. And so we, uh, we have a lot of fun. Uh, I've seen those with yes. those, and um, it's always a good thing. So. Well, those are some very unique adjectives that you use. I mean, the last one, I definitely was expecting that one. The first two, you know, I mean, you are helpful and you are caring and, and no matter what, I was expecting you to be a little bit more sarcastic on that one. <laughs> you're oh, you're being shy right now. I am. I am. I am. <laughs> you are being um, good, good boy turf right now. <laughs> well, yeah, you no, you mean, always are, but you know, I understand the yes. professional level of, you know, us cutting up. We're talking about a serious thing too with, you know, the donate or to the charities. So yeah, I, didn't, I didn't think smart ass would, <laughs> would be the highlight of the thing. So. I know. Maybe I'm just shocked that I haven't heard you say a swear word this whole time. I mean, like, it, and I, 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 I've, I've held back. I've held back. It's uh, it's an on and off switch. Right? Yeah, yeah. I know. Sometimes, but, sometimes we lose the switch, and then when I'm just... talking on the business side, it it totally changes. <laughs> it's just me. I just declassified a bit, but we're okay. We're okay. Well, thank you so much, um, Mr. Captain Teo, and um, I definitely will do a follow up with you to see how it goes, and cool. we'll do a follow up as well in the podcast if you have any updates as far as you know the the truck auction. Okay, I'll let you know if I win. Cool.